know your time is valuable. Thank you for holding. Someone will be with you as soon as possible. What did we think of this movie? I'm giving this movie a B minus. What? Odin reminds me of a Haitian father. <laughs> <laughs> this is. It feels like the comic brought to live screen. <laughs> Who's gonna stop you? It's Odin. <laughs> this is. If this is the story they are going for, can we buy a cheap table so I can flip it? <laughs> yeah, like, we will not have it, dog. Hi, right, everybody. We got a curfew. By nine o'clock, you're Odin. <laughs> Dang, can you edit that out? And now. This is. Marvelous Friends. Marvelous Friends. Welcome to the Marvelous Friends podcast. <laughs> now listening to Marvelous Friends. Hello and welcome to episode 70, that's seven zero of the Marvelous Friends podcast. We are four friends with one mission, to break down all things MCU and give you our honest reviews. This is a very special episode, so strap in, it's going to be a crazy one. We have a special guest on our podcast today, but before we introduce our special guest, let's just get things started. My name is Rob, I'm the host of this amazing podcast, and I brought a few of my friends with me. This is your friendly neighborhood, Rinaldi. Just Elise. And I'm Fergie. And this is Matt. And in today's episode, we will be reviewing the long-awaited Spider-Man No Way Home. Peter Parker's life has become very chaotic. Due to his identity as Spider-Man being revealed to the world by Quentin Beck, he seeks out the help of Doctor Strange to cast a spell to make everyone forget that he's secretly Spider-Man in order to help protect his friends from all the chaos and scrutiny of being friends with him. Unfortunately, the spell goes wrong and anyone from any universe in the multiverse that knows Peter Parker and Spider-Man enters into the scene, forcing Peter to face his biggest challenge yet. Will he be able to send these villains home, or will they have no way home? Oh. Mm. After all of the bad posters, all of the overly edited trailers, all of the theories, the speculation, the rumors, after all of that, it's finally here, Spider-Man No Way Home. I've never seen a campaign take over the internet like this one. I haven't. Uh, what are people saying online about this movie? It's been a few days now, uh, a week actually, uh, since this come out. Uh, what are people saying online? Right. I got something to purposely stir the pot because I know in general, I, I feel like people like it, but this person, Rob Klee, hopefully I said that right, um, has a review here. I'm going to read it. Fan service. Many bad reviews just claim this. In my case, this is the only reason why I'm giving this movie 4 out of 10. But the truth is, the plot doesn't hold up. The acting is mediocre. The special effects are truly bad. Doc Ock looked more realistic in Spider-Man 2 nearly 20 years ago. And oh god, the cars that are smashed in the bridge fight are so awfully rendered that the PS4 Spider-Man game looks way better. Yeah, it had many great characters. Yeah, it had many great heroes and villains from the other movies. But still, I left the movie so disappointed. It really felt that Marvel and Sony wanted to copy everything that worked in all the other Spider-Man movies and Avengers and throw everything in a single two and a half hour movie 
The result is that no single character is developed in this movie. Yes, I watched every other single movie, but I really couldn't care less about any character this time because each character's screen time was completely insignificant. Not to mention the scene in which Ned brings the two Spideys to help. Oh God, what a mediocre and absolutely ridiculous scene. I honestly have no idea how so many people that claim to be fans have been giving this absolute mess of a movie a 10 out of 10 or 5 star rating. What? was this person on <laughs> drugs <laughs> drugs that you should drugs. never touch in our I, I don't know i think i can see i can see this person's point i can see this person's point of view okay dang i can okay. see it i, I, I don't I'm agree glad, i'm glad you can i don't see agree it. I but i can I see, can't it. see it maybe the plot thing he might have had something in. maybe it was maybe. just but well I'll, we'll get into it yeah we'll yeah, into yeah. It. sure yeah dang at least i literally got that same review no way from google reviews so robert's just on a witch hunt or something posting on every forum <laughs> wait copy and paste like he's posting literally yeah it's a wow copy and paste. i didn't know we were choose the same yeah. but i got i screenshotted more reviews so i can read another one okay yeah. but that's just wild we picked the same one that's crazy he's a hater <laughs> some people i mean some people do that they get so angry they copy paste Everywhere. Oh just gosh. screaming for it's attention like, this at is this my, point. Yeah, like, exactly. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, it's All attention. Right. Well, I found another review on Google Reviews from someone named John Wick. Um, <laughs> it says, why two stars? Well, put it straight. This film is a cash grab. Yeah, I'm going to put spoilers in here. Jamie Foxx, a.k.a. Electro, quote, I'm sure there's a black Spider-Man out there somewhere. That whole statement goes towards... Sm- they wrote Myers. I think they meant to say Miles Spider-Man. People hated Toby's oh. Spidey, but here it is. People hated Garfield, so here he is. Garfield still remains the best in my eyes. This movie is good. It had nice ideas, but one hell of a cliche. Spider-Man Spider-Verse was a hell of a lot better. The villains didn't get enough story time here. Electro didn't even fight. The lizard CGI is badly done. In so many ways, the original CGI of the lizard was outstanding. Ugh, I could go on. This franchise will be milked for cash for the next 100 years, getting over it now. People hated Spider-Man 3 due to many villains mostly. The best arc would have putting Harry Osborn's goblin in and not the dead father. LOL. Imagine Toby seeing that. Overrated. Paid film so we got some haters out there or just like attention grabbers that's haters y'all are, i don't know man oh uh, do you agree i, I want to hear what i don't agree i, wanna, I, just, I, I can hear. just see their i can see their perspective i don't agree okay i, I want to i i can't wait to talk about this i think a great way to start um because that's what some people have been saying online yeah. that's not the majority clearly nah definitely not the majority most people but i see y'all movie. are trying to start the pot and nah, get something started. Nah, most people love the movie. Yeah, no, it's yeah, great. We... So, <laughs> so what's a great conversation starter? Let's do letter grades. Letter grades. What would you grade this film? Gee, I mean, yo, it's this is an A. It might be a plus. I don't know. I've been going back and forth. Maybe I, I don't know. But it was great. I loved it. I went to the theater and I was um, in the lux level, so I got to eat while I'm watching this. <laughs> So, no, it was amazing. And, yeah, I almost cried, actually, <laughs> at just different parts. We'll get into it. But, yeah, yeah it was Dang. great. Okay. <laughs> okay. I give this movie a solid A. This was a solid A. Um, I feel like it's really hard to talk about this movie without spoiling it. Right. 
um, because there's so much that happens. But I will say this. Um, this is a movie. First of all, the writing and storytelling of this movie is, is genius, and it was simple and easy to follow. Okay, that alone. Uh, from character introductions to some of the most emotional moments, I cried twice. Fergie <laughs> uh, wow. checked in on me. She looked at me and stared at me for like 30 seconds. I'm like, what you looking at? And she goes, are you crying? And I said, yes, I'm crying. Um, no shame. This movie uh, was excellent. Uh, surprises and all, it really does deliver. I give this movie a solid A. Let's see. I, I think I'm just going to say this movie is an A plus for me personally. Um, I really liked it. I can kind of see what, what some of the reviewers were saying um, a little bit with it just being like fan service, but I completely loved it. And I really do love Tom Holland as Spider-Man and I'm glad that he's going to get more movies. Um, and so, yeah, I enjoy this. We're going to watch it again. Like Rob said, he was crying. I heard some heavy breathing yeah, on my other side. Me. It was my brother-in-law. I saw him wipe a few tears away. <laughs> so <laughs> it was emotional for everyone, I think. Yeah, I think um, I'm going to give this movie a B. Um, I had a feeling you were going I was, I was a little disappointed because, and I think part of it is there's just too much conversation about this movie. Too many reveals ahead of time. Oh, yeah. I feel like if I came in fresh... Maybe I'd give it a little a higher grade, but even with that, there were just some there are some things that happened in this movie that kind of disappointed me. But okay. but I what I will say though is the cool parts were cool. The ones that had people cheering, I was cheering along with them. But there's other parts where I was just a little disappointed. Mm. So mm-hmm. okay, interesting. I am gunning for you. Um, that's a very interesting take. Uh, And I'm curious uh, as to why. We have a very special guest today. Uh, This man reviews all things Marvel and DC and games and some pop culture and mostly music. And he does it all. If you find him on YouTube, you'll see it. It's hilarious. I'm going to go ahead and play a clip from one of his reviews. This is obviously, obviously a sign that Sony does not know what they're doing with franchises. They simply want to prop up the name of most popular thing and throw in other characters underneath to hopefully make them popular. No, your movie should be called Carnage. The Death of Venom. Carnage. Spider-Man. Carnage. Let there be carnage. This movie looks like you can find him on Crimson Matt, the YouTube channel, uh, with his friend Red Eyes and Drunk Carnage. Uh, he's also my brother. And uh, no, we are not twins, but I challenge Lies. you to tell us apart. Uh, and he's very, very funny. Uh, Matt Gomes, welcome to the show. Hey. Oh. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. It's weird for me saying this because we're brothers. Um, but it is great to have you. Uh, your channel is so funny. What got you into YouTube? Let me ask you that. Uh, oh man. Well, I've been watching content creators for years now, probably since about 2015, back when the YouTube meta was probably Let's Plays and things like that. And then it slowly transitioned into reaction videos being the meta. 
And then recently I've been watching a lot of streams. So, you know, you take that and then you take my uh, passion for the MCU, um, at least up until this year, I'd say. Uh, but oh, okay. my brutal passion for the MCU, um, and I just wanted to pair it all together. Uh, that, and I also happen to like metal quite a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a band as well. So, you know, hoping to pair all those things together and, you know, make some good content for people and maybe something that people can laugh at and, you know, maybe take them away from, you know, the the hardships that they might be dealing with. So, yeah, all those reasons. I, I cannot stop laughing at some of the things that you have on your channel. And would you say the same, Fergie? You've you've seen some of his stuff, right? Um, it's actually funny. So as I was preparing for today's episode, I subscribed to your YouTube channel. Your video came up on my feed, and I was like, "Oh, why is that? Why is there a logo like on a video?" And so I watched some of your videos. They're hilarious. Yeah, it's it's so funny. Uh, those of us listening, go watch it. it. All of his videos on YouTube. It's Crimson Matt. It's hilarious. We're gonna talk more about it later. Crimson with a K, right? Yes, Crimson, Crimson with, with a K. K. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, hey, I got that from uh, Mortal Kombat. How they take oh, the C out and put the K right. in for everything. So yeah. what was what was the uh what was the th- idea behind uh red eyes oh god um well i had seen many channels have mascots or they have like a partner or or some kind of shtick yeah. on their channel and i wasn't completely sure what i wanted my channel to be i knew that i wanted it to deviate from everybody else mm-hmm. like i didn't want to just do regular reaction videos regular reviews etc yeah. granted i've been doing more of that recently but i did want to have something that made me different visually and kind of gave me a mascot and spoke to the logo and i've always had a thing for the color red you know whether it be the red ranger lord yep. zed uh, Carnage, um, mm-hmm. all these red characters, red and black characters, and and I'm a Yu-Gi-Oh fan as well, so I've always I'm loved Red Eyes Black Dragon. Yeah, <laughs> yep. uh, all day. Yep, yep, yep. I, I like yep, Blue Eyes more. Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> Dad, that's okay. But but you know what it is? Yeah. I think it's because blue. The way blue is my color, way. and red's your color. So maybe we maybe we're meant to be together. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> it. I like yeah. the positive Blair's. spin. Yeah, let's just go back on the way you said. I like blue eyes, blue eyes better. better. The way it was so, so sad. <laughs> well, because he's you. so cool, and I wish I'd like the dragon he likes. <laughs> You're like, That's oh hilarious. man, I wish I was you cool as like you. Blue eyes. <laughs> and then so you got, funny. then you got drunk carnage. Um, yes. And so again, welcome to the show. Thank uh, you. Appreciate it. We we saw the movie together. Yes. Um, and I so I saw it twice. Just so, uh, just so you guys, I saw it twice. I saw it uh, on our first viewing. How was the viewing for you when we saw this movie? Oh well. Um, well, we saw it at a particular theater that um, <laughs> wasn't sold out as quickly as others, and I speculated as to why, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got my answer. So it seemed to be the case that it was somewhat of a normie crowd, at least yeah. for me. To my what do you top- mean define normie? Because we're talking like... You know, the listeners might not know what, ah. what that what you mean by that. Ah, yes, like, ah. yes, a normie. So <laughs> I'll give you an example. Um so a normie is if you're going to see a movie or you're going to Comic-Con and you're a tag-along to the person that's an actual <laughs> fan and you're pulling on their jacket and asking them questions every five seconds. Um, that's like the extreme end of a normie. But then you have the more normie light 
or you know <laughs> diet <laughs> diet diet normie that's even better normie. where they might ask a question in the latter half once they've actually generated an interest in the movie which happened to occur in this movie i noticed in the latter half i won't say anything in particular but when things started to go down i saw lots of questions being asked by people to my left and in the front of me and behind me and i heard little whispers and Luckily, people started to quiet down, but and I think we also saw people recording in the yes. front oh row. Yeah, but I yes. know that that wasn't unique to ours because I'm sure, unfortunately, as you guys have seen on YouTube, this movie is being shown everywhere. everywhere yep. YouTube theater for mm-hmm. everyone. So yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah. I um, literally the next morning it was everywhere. No, you couldn't. You yeah. could not go any yeah. corner on YouTube and not find this thing. Like you're gonna get spoiled. So I'm glad we saw it Thursday night. And then I saw it a second time on Saturday, and I'll say the crowd reaction was much better than the first thing, but I also will say that there were kids in this crowd. Uh, there were so kids wild. in this crowd. Um, they were they were okay for the most part, but then there were times where you're like, is, is, is that... Is that uh, why would he do that? And I'm like, oh, and he's like two seats from me. So I'm like, oh my gosh, the kid just watched the movie. And then on the other side, there was this guy who just kept on talking. Yeah. Just yeah. talking. Not even commenting so much on the movie. He's just like turning to somebody behind him and just like, I don't know, making comments. And you can hear him. I'm all the way on the other side and I can hear him. And I later found out that the guy was drunk. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they, cause they sell... Well, they sell uh, alcohol well, yeah, at this do, uh, one theater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dang. Yeah. But still. But the I'm heck? like, dude, like, shut up. <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, again, glad you're here. Let's, let's, let's get into some spoiler review, guys. Let's actually yeah, talk about this movie. Uh, yeah. we, w- we wanted to wait till a full week uh, for everybody to watch it, uh, for the listeners to have watched the movie, so that by the time you hear our review, we're giving you all of it. We're not going to... You know, give you a spoiler-free review, um, which is fine, but that's not what we do. Um, we want to give it to you all right up front, but we also want to give you guys a chance. Spoilers. Exactly. Spoilers, <laughs> spoilers, spoilers, guys. Um, real quick, I want to start with the post-credit scene. It's a weird place to start, hmm. but I kind of want to get it out of the way. We get two post-credit scenes in this movie. One post-credit scene was Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. We actually see the trailer for this movie. And we're actually not going to talk about that. That that's a whole nother review, a whole yeah. nother conversation. That's a, you know, that's a whole nother avenue. Uh, if we talk about that, we're going to spend two hours on it because there's so much that happens in the trailer. I want to talk about the other trailer. It's actually the first trailer that that they showed was Venom. Ed Hart. Uh, uh, Ed Tom Hardy. Hardy. Eddie Brock. Ed Hardy. Listen to me. Ed <laughs> Hardy. Eddie, Eddie Brock. Oh Tom Hardy. Eddie Brock. Ed, Eddie Brock. <laughs> yes, Eddie Brock. <laughs> wow. Uh, Eddie Brock. He's he's at the bar and he's talking to the bartender about these heroes. Oh, there's heroes. There's a guy in in, in an iron suit. There's a guy here. There's a guy. And I wanted to ask you guys what you thought about that. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that 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 post credit scene? He he disappears. Uh, I won't say too much because it will reveal the rest of the movie. But uh, he he disappears. He leaves. And there's there's some some goo left behind. There's a venom symbiote left behind. What do you guys think? As somebody who, uh, in that clip, talked some smack about the Venom movie, um, I will say it makes me excited for the potential of, okay, I wasn't sure about this iteration of Eddie Brock being in our MCU, 
but now I see how they have room to play. Now we have a symbiote in the MCU, and it could literally be anybody. They could make it Flash. Mm. They haven't even introduced the MCU's version of Eddie Brock yet, so they could still cast him. They could make him the mean reporter that's trying to get at Peter or, you know. So anyway, it makes me speculate on all of those points. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. How about you guys? Thoughts on the post I think it's just a way um, for the MCU writers to play around with this whole symbiote symbiote storyline. Um, because I think Sony realizes there's too much fan pressure on them to hold on to the symbiote symbiote. Mm -hmm. Like they can't hold on to it. They have to let the MCU use that, uh, entity to tell a story. So I don't know what story they're going to tell with it. There's a lot of different things like Matt said that they could do with the, the symbiote. Um, you could even use, have it, uh, take control of Scorpion. Because uh, right. he's still in prison as of uh, Homecoming, he, mm-hmm. he's still locked up. So you could you could do that. That was in the comics, yeah, but true. but at at the very least, the MCU has control of it now. So that's mm-hmm. that's all I care about because I I'm I'm not really a big fan of the uh, Sony version mm-hmm. of the symbiote. So mm-hmm. I hope they recast. I feel like that's my only thought. Um, I was telling Rob in the drive home like. Tom Hardy needs a better agent or something because I don't know how you go from being Bane to like being this version of Eddie Brock. Yeah. It just I don't know. What's what is what do you think his agent priority is? Because <laughs> if it's to make money, he's uh, a good well, agent because yeah. he's making a lot of money yeah. doing this character. He's making a lot of money. But, I feel like but if it's good, artistic integrity, yeah. then he's a bad agent. I think because he this had, isn't. Yeah, a good. Um, what's the word? Like he had a good number of movies under his belt. They were all kind of like iconic, yeah. and then this happens, and I'm like, I don't know, you're tarnishing whatever you had. Yeah. Do you feel like he's one of these like, like he's like a Leonardo DiCaprio, like he can do anything kind of actor. He can play any kind of role. He could get an Oscar, or do you think he's a little underneath that? I think underneath it. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean. Yeah, it's it's hard to say because a lot of people like this Venom, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Wow. I'd have to read it. I have to read figure out how Tom Hardy feels about all this. I don't know. Didn't Rob? Didn't you say he loves playing Tom he Hardy? Yeah. So or he probably. Tom Hardy. See? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Tom Hardy loves that's, playing Tom so Hardy. You notice how we never mistake Tony Stark for Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, that's right? true. Like yeah. Eddie Brock. See Tom Hardy. Like yeah, we don't, same... we don't, we don't, <laughs> yeah. we don't view him as a character. We yeah. just view him as himself. It's Eddie yeah. Brock playing yeah. Tom Hardy. Like yeah. that's what we're watching. Yeah. Um. What do you think? Have you you seen the first Venom movie? No, actually, you I haven't seen that. any of them. I couldn't bring myself to do it. Nah. I've watched clips, and I, I just he sounds like Graymon. Graymon. Oh, <laughs> it just like sounds, Digimon. Yeah. yeah. I, I just yeah. I can't yep. do it, and mm-hmm. and it's like. The MCU might have some places of, you know, some campy humor, but like, my God, I did not think they could be topped. And when I saw the humor used in those movies, like, I can't, I can't watch this. And mind you, I love Carnage. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. 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 So you haven't seen it, but from what you heard, Mm -hmm. how are you feeling about their, uh, Sony's approach to Carnage? Uh, dislike. Um, from my understanding, very much a one-off villain. 
treated as pretty much a riot clone, mm-hmm. uh, mm. from what I understand, uh, yeah. which is just like symbiote to fight him, kind of like you know we get you know an Iron Man one or whatever, where it's just Iron Man clone fight Iron Man. Um, and you know, that type of thing tends to happen in these movies, which is fine to a degree, but, um, I don't know. I think, I think we need, I think we need a new fresh actor to Mm -hmm. play Venom completely. I think I want to actually see, um, somebody who grew up being a bully in high school who got into the daily bugle through, because he has um, connections, obviously, mm-hmm. to Jameson and stuff. And you can tell, like, that's one thing I'll give them points on for Spider-Man 3. At least the dude was kind of pompous, even though, you know, he looked like he was straight out of the OC. Um, <laughs> uh, Topher Grace? Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Topher Grace. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I like Eddie Brock. I, I'm, I'm doing it, too. <laughs> I like Tom Hardy. Yeah. I like Tom Hardy a lot. But he's just not yeah, Eddie Brock for me. No. And this whole... Um, obsession with doing um, anti-heroes and turning villains into anti-heroes like Morbius. first, like Morbius yeah. and like other characters I could mention here. Um, it's it's getting it's getting way out of hand. Mm-hmm. I Shouldn't think. that be like the payoff? Yes, like with certain characters that like, should be look, the eventual look at, look payoff. At, look at Winter Soldier, right? He was a villain, technically mm. speaking. That's it done correctly. Yeah, exactly. and then, then we see him grow into a. Well, maybe not an anti-hero, but you get you get mm-hmm. my point. Yeah. Right. There's right. a growth. Mm-hmm. It's not or even Wanda. That's a better example, right? Wanda wanted to kill Iron Man. Now <laughs> we love WandaVision. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Imagine yes. if they just started with WandaVision. Just like right away. Yeah. It wouldn't work. Yeah, it's true. That's very true. Um awesome. What are your thoughts on the uh, post credit scene, Elise? Um well, there's two things I want to say. Well, I wanted to piggyback on this conversation that was happening when you guys asked about Tom Hardy and his ability to like his versatility and all that stuff. I actually do think that, yeah, he could do whatever, but something that I was thinking about, um, with just Sony, like, cause for example, right. The, we don't really like the amazing Spider-Man movies that much, right. but we can mm-hmm. agree that Andrew Garfield actually is a pretty good actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. it's the same thing. Like if they're not given good material, you kind of, yes. it might be irredeemable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. But I don't think that means that Tom Hardy is not excellent at what he does. Yeah. Like, I don't right. think it takes away from that. I think he can still do a lot of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to mm-hmm. throw that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And as for the... You know what? That that post credit that mid credit scene did not get me as hype as the you know the trailer that we saw. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean, I guess you gotta get the the symbiote in there somehow. Somehow, yep. But I just kind of felt like that was really like oh, uh, it was mm-hmm. kind of like yeah. uh, cheap, like a cop it was out. Very, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, I don't know what, the, but. We'll see. When it shows up, maybe I might get excited. Maybe this means, you know, black suit Spider-Man's coming back. Or they might do something totally different. Mm -hmm. I don't really know. So, I mean, I'm open to seeing where it is, but it really didn't excite me, I'm going to be honest, Mm -hmm. when it showed up. Okay. So, here's my question. So, the spell that Doctor Strange cast by accident or Peter messed up or whatever, that whole situation... Mm-hmm. It resulted in people from other universes that knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man to come through. Right. How does the symbiote know Peter Parker is Spider-Man? That's a great question. That is a great question. Though I 
And you guys can ch- chime in and see if. And you how does different. that connect to the end of Venom? Let there be carnage. So, so at the end of Venom, let there be carnage. Venom does tell Eddie that he does have knowledge of like billions and billions Not and billions true. of trillions of whatever galaxies. Blah blah yeah. blah. Which is in the comics. The symbiotes have correct. Yeah. Cosmic and, knowledge. And then yeah. they transfer to some dimension, which we assume is the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He sees Peter Parker, not Spider-Man. Peter Parker. He sees his face. Yeah. And he goes, mm, what does he say? Yummy? That guy. That guy. That guy. Yeah, that guy. He goes, that guy. So Venom, the symbiote, must know yes. this Peter Parker. Yep. Yeah. Have some sort of knowledge of this Peter Parker being Spider-Man. We don't know how. We don't know why. We don't see that backstory. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. as far as I'm giving it. Yeah, and so I I assume it's gonna that's gonna be expanded upon later on. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Um, okay. But yeah, no, that's a great question. You're not the only person to ask that. I saw that online. Well, now that we talked about that, let's get into this movie. Um, at the start of this movie, uh, things start changing, like right from the beginning. Everyone knows Peter is Spider-Man. Aunt May and Happy, they break up. Okay, that was a thing. They break up. I was sad it, about that, man. You were sad about that? Yeah. That's the part where you cried. No, well. <laughs> you said no, well? What? <laughs> and did you, when he was so, so. Okay, it's it's known to the world now. Peter Parker, Spider Man, um, Spider Man, and you know he grabs MJ, flies through, or not flies through, swings through New York. Did you guys see the billboard? Mm-hmm. The Rogers, the musical. Yeah. Oh no, nah. you missed it. I missed it. You haven't um, seen Hawkeye, have you? I have not. Oh, it's yeah. Uh, it's okay. a Hawkeye you can spoil. It's a Hawkeye spoil. reference. Yeah, it's a Hawkeye reference. You, yeah. it's a musical that is going on in New York, mm. and in Hawkeye, the TV show, Hawkeye and his family go see. Rogers the musical. Got it. And so in this movie, we see uh the billboard. We see the billboards mm-hmm. of Rogers the Musical. Also, Flash Thompson is blonde. I love it. Yeah, yeah. that is you there. love it, oh. <laughs> I feel like that was just a you comic book it? reference. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. I know they, they had random. to have because it yeah. yeah. It was awkward, it was random. It was weird. It was it weird. Was. It didn't really yeah, that that boy needs to find himself. I don't understand. You sure he's gonna get he's the symbiote? He's just all over the place. I don't know. I, I, hope don't know. Not. I hope not. He better not get that thing. Oh my That'd goodness! That'd be so I, interesting. I, mean, I know it. I know it happened in the comics, but I don't know if this. But not work. this yeah. one. He gotta. They <laughs> gotta. They gotta do a whole different uh, retcon. Like just don't even. Flash don't need to have, have to none skip of that. ten years and recast. So so no flash fans here. In no, the not, not, not this, this one. one. No, not this I one. do have a funny meme. Though. I think he's funny though. He's uh, just he's like, funny in this movie. Yeah, he's, he's funny, funny in this one. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not in the other of... movies. The other yeah. movies is annoying. Yeah, and then he has a book, right? Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> remember that book? He 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 writes like, uh, what is it? The life. Uh, uh, Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Yeah. Flashpoint. Yeah. Uh, Flashpoint. A memoir. Uh, what is it? The of life? being Peter Parker's best friend. No, yeah, Spider Man's best friend. friend. No, my yeah. life is Peter Parker's best friend. Oh yeah, yeah. because yeah. he finds out who Spider Man yeah. really is. Yeah, yeah. And he writes a book. It was quick, um, <laughs> but he writes a book. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. I always tell this to Fergie. Anytime there's a book in a movie or a TV show, research that book. Yeah. If a character's reading a book, if there's a book in the background, research because chances are that book was either inspired by the movie or the movie was inspired by the book. Yeah. And if you understand the book, you understand the direction the movie's going. 
And so I did some research Uh-oh. on this book. All right. And it turns out that uh, first it's a comic book reference to a Flashpoint title where Venom and Spider-Man do team up. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, and this this Venom that's in that that comic book is Flash Thompson, not Eddie Brock. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that makes so much sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Makes yeah. so much sense. It's also a DC reference. Yes, yeah, right. it's absolutely a DC paradise. reference. Yeah. 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 yeah, and it's actually the second DC reference Marvel has made yeah, so far because Eternals. Yeah, Eternals, yep. Eternals made like two or three references. Yeah, and and now they're making Flashpoint this reference. So it's it's weird. It's interesting stuff. Um, hmm. I also like how they made Flash like I think they I think they emphasized how much he loves Spider-Man in this movie more yeah. than the other ones. Yeah. And that's how he was in the comics in the cartoons. So I like the when, fact that they when he was on the phone with him and he goes, "You know what I want." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. No, nah, it was it was cool. So so let me ask you guys, oh, this meme <laughs> so funny. Wait, what is happening here? Uh-oh. It's it's Flash Thompson from this oh, the Raimi verse. No. <laughs> uh, my favorite that's thing. That's great. <laughs> so Sam Raimi's Flash wizard. Thompson is doing what in this picture? Okay, so it, when the trailer came out, uh, in the in the second trailer that you you were like, huh? Um, the the last shot is just one Spider Man attacking all of the villains, but in the trailer you see Lizard look like he got punched by somebody. Right. So we were all like, okay, clearly the Spider-Man mm-hmm. are the they were edited out. Yeah. And yep. so Fergie found this meme and he punches Lizard because <laughs> he's actually the one there. It's yeah, like it's as if sense. like he was the one who was edited out. <laughs> it's the funniest meme. That's funny. Fergie knows how to find him. Uh real quick, guys, uh, what do we think about Tom Holland's performance? Let's start there. As, as for Tom. Seriously. Good job. As, you did a great uh, job. Yeah. Also, spoilers. We can just go right in. Um, don't don't hold anything back. Okay. Anybody did those reviews you guys read? Did they criticize Tom Holland? Because I don't agree with that at all. I don't yeah, understand no, any uh, perspective. Mine, mine just said mediocre acting. They yeah. didn't. Yeah, nah. Yeah. Don't agree with that. Nah. No, nobody <laughs> yeah, acted I don't, mediocre I in this movie. Yeah. Nah. Tom Holland did great. I could feel his pain when Aunt May died. Yeah. And his pain when he was. You know, he when he wanted to kill Green Goblin. Oh you know? yeah, that's oh, yeah. Um, that so was felt, what I was looking for. Yeah, yep. I felt yeah. that, you know. Y'all and remember I, me mm-hmm. saying that? It's like like I was like, yo, this up. he has to grow up. None if of this he does not. Stuff? Like yeah. I, I, I give up. <laughs> yeah, that my, was what I was looking for. Yep. My reviewer said that Garfield was his favorite Spider-Man. So I, I, I yeah. can get behind that actually. Interesting. I actually yeah, can. He's, yeah. he's always been a good Spider-Man. He just works for Sony. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, that had me thug tear. It was right yeah. here oh, on the he corner. M- he caught MJ. Yeah, yeah. and he yeah. was like tearing well, up. Uh, we're, so we're gonna talk about the other Spider Man, but I want to. I want to get yes. your thoughts on Toby. Oh, not Toby. Wow. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah, Tom I want to talk about the other ones. Yeah, Tom Holland. Um, his his yes, I loved his performance. Um, there was one scene where I'm like, why'd you do that? Like, uh, it's at the bridge where after he fights Doc Ock and Doc Ock's all tied up and he says something, but he's standing in a weird way. And I'm like, do you know what I'm talking about? Matthew? That scene was awkward to me too. Not just Tom Holland, but the, uh, the MIT lady in the car. All of when it. He t- uh... that, that, that little snippet from like, as soon as Doc Ock got wrapped up, he approaches the car. I'm going to bring you and your kid, your friends into mm-hmm. MIT. Don't worry. Just keep yourself There's out of trouble. There's something weird about it. Yeah, it was just a little huh. off. But then you immediately get pulled out of that 
slight weirdness mm-hmm. when she gives that little quip yeah. to Doc Ock saying, you be good or whatever she mm-hmm. said. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I yeah. can see that. But overall, Tom Holland's performance was like A plus. Yeah. Phenomenal. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. And I, th- I thought it was good that he got to be uh, more serious and we could see like, okay, he yes. can play a serious Peter Parker, not mm-hmm. just a goofy one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I like how his character was consistent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the decisions that he makes made so much sense for this character. He didn't do anything out of pocket that this character wouldn't do. And so it's almost like he understands Peter Parker at this stage, mm-hmm. you know, and he, and he doesn't, he doesn't move away from that until towards the end, which we'll get to, but um, yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, more Tom Holland. Yes. Like, yes. For we, sure. There's an announcement that there's three more Spider-Man movies that they're working on. Right. And they're actually working on Spider-Man four as we speak. Mm. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're that definitely going to get more. It's crazy. I feel like they did a really good job casting him because I think how old was Tobey Maguire when he did Spider Man? He was like twenty. Yeah, he was in his mid twenties. Mid twenties, yeah. yeah. Twenty six, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like Tom Holland does a good job of capturing the youthfulness of Spider Man, yes. and so it'll be interesting to see him as an adult and him being forced to grow up. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So all that happens, okay? And you know he's trying to hide, and the FBI come and they're searching their apartment and. Uh, they 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 take in Tom, Aunt May, and all of his friends, and they take him in for questioning, and they can't stop saying, "You got to get a lawyer. Got to get a lawyer. Got to get a lawyer." Right. Because it's yeah. like this is incriminating. This is way too much for you to handle right now. Stop talking. Even Ned talks too much, and it's like Ned, what are you doing? He always yeah. talks. Too he much. always talks too much. <laughs> um, and then we get the next scene where they're they're finally home. The FBI let them go, and they're sitting in front of a lawyer. And who? But Matt Murdock yeah. is in the room with them. And the introduction to that was beautiful. Wonderful. Yep. Yeah. What do you guys think about that reveal? I'm, it didn't oh. feel like a reveal because we talked about it so much. No, no, no. So but it kind of, it didn't really. <laughs> like, I, I thought Charlie Cox did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. And it was great that finally this whole is Marvel Netflix canon nonsense can be put to bed. Because I never understood why people questioned that in the yeah. first place. Uh-huh. So I'm happy about that and I'm happy that Charlie Cox was did a great job in that one scene. But yeah, I just I don't know. It's like we talked about it so much so it didn't it didn't really have the same impact for me. Hmm. Okay. Um I can get behind that a little yeah. bit cuz I saw the um, a spoiler photo of um yep. Charlie Cox yeah. being yeah. in the room with Spider-Man I, so I was like okay I'm anticipating this but I wish I had no spoilers but that's kind of impossible in this mm-hmm. day and age especially for us being um MCU podcasters. Yeah, if you're no, an MCU, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know, but I still have to be honest. I can't lie. Mm-hmm. Sure, no, yeah. No, no. You know. Absolutely. But Charlie Cox did an amazing job in that one scene. Mm-hmm. He definitely um just yeah, he was great. So mm-hmm. this is yeah, this has nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. After uh Far From Home, once we learned that Peter was incriminated or they found out he he was um, you know, Spider Man and everybody knows. Um there, I don't know if you guys can remember, but there was a lot of fan speculation of literally that exact scene mm-hmm. of uh Matt Murdock. What if Matt Murdock comes in and he's the lawyer for Peter? Everybody's like, that would be so cool, but that'll never happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who are we kidding? They they reconned uh Agents of Shield and they could kick the Netflix shows to the side yep. and they got the rights back, but yeah, Christmas who knows? 
Yeah, but, you know, I think this is a testament to some of the things the MCU does very, very well, and that's actually listening to their fans and saying, wow, that's a good idea, Hmm. and not being, like, maybe they're arrogant about some things, but this is evidence to me that they're like, that's a really good idea, and we're there's no way we're coming up with a better scenario where Peter gets out of that situation. Like, it's, what other lawyer, how, Mm -hmm. what other fun way can we get Peter out of that incriminating situation, bring in a cameo that everybody's literally begging for and campaigning for. Mm -hmm. And so that's the meta, um, the fan meta of the MCU. But as far as his actual scene and Charlie Cox's performance, phenomenal. I love Daredevil. I loved Charlie Cox in this. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing more of him and maybe some of his pals. So, Oh yeah. yeah. Wow. (laughs) Bring Uh them all in. Um, And you said you haven't watched Hawkeye. I have not, you but I've heard, heard and things. seen things. Okay. Yes. Yeah, see, that's why y'all don't. That's why y'all are not ready to tear up like me because <laughs> I did a good job dodging spoilers, and I was still in that zone uh-huh. of like, oh, they might not do it. Like, I mean, we knew he was being interviewed, and he was saying, "Oh, I'd love to." So I knew he would show up somehow, but mm-hmm. I was thinking more like. I didn't think he would talk as long as he did. Mm. That's what really yeah. got me. I was like, oh my gosh. Like I was going through something mentally. I'm like, wait, he's there. Wait, that's really him. That's Charlie. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. oh, it's going on for like two minutes. Like, like it was just like it just kept elevating. And, he's still there. <laughs> still yeah. There. And so and I, I watched the um I watched the movie with Josh and he had to like check in on me a little bit. Because I was like, oh my gosh, because people, we, people cheered. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. But I was still in the uh-huh. zone. I was like, oh, like holding my like, lip quivering. Yep. <laughs> I like tears welling up in my eyes. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm about to cry. I'm about to cry. He's talking. Like, he's here. And then yeah. he's just like, yo, yeah, you really are about to cry. Are you good? I'm like, no. <laughs> it was just, it was great. He got more screen time than Godzilla. <laughs> oh my gosh dang that's funny oh, so yeah that that was really i felt a lot like yeah. how you felt like yeah. i wasn't crying i, I mm. you know but i will say there like i saw him on screen and i saw his introduction but then i saw him talking yeah and he's interacting it just, it just, with mcu characters levels right yeah. and and i'm just like this is happening like yeah. matt murdoch is on the big screen i remember we were watching uh, Daredevil, maybe me, not we, but uh, at some point there was a. I, it was a long time ago. I was watching Daredevil, and maybe it was a conversation I had. Maybe it was somewhere online, but but I was saying like, man, it would be so good if we saw him on the big screen with mm-hmm. MCU characters, and people were like, well, no, because he's TV, and they don't really do that, and and I'm like, rated MA, no. blah blah blah, exactly, yeah, all of that, and I'm like, I'm you, man. Ah, I don't Kevin, know, Kevin MCU Feige. has done more crazier stuff than that. Kevin Feige could be brainwashing people, man. Seriously, and seriously. That, that man is way too good to just be on TV. Yeah. Just, nah, he's, yeah, you're right. Seriously, seriously. It, it was so interesting. That crazy. How quickly that scene came up, because it was only like 10 minutes into the movie, and right. I was like, we're moving so fast. Like, yeah, oh my then, gosh. Yeah. And then uh, the scene ends with uh, somebody throws a rock, a brick through the window. Yeah, a brick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he catches it, yep. like, so quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, they even got that right. Yeah, they like, did. Oh my gosh, it was just so good. And then the scene ends, and you're like, I'm happy. Yeah, yep. right. I'm, the movie could end right well, there. Well, speaking yeah. of happy, he was like, Happy, you're going to need to get a lawyer. He, did he was say like, that. What? Did, but happy, yeah. you're going to need a lawyer. I mean, you're, yeah, you're working with like classified government materials. I can't really, 
I'm, I'm not really a expert on that type of law, so good luck, man. It was like, this is kind of funny. So there's a lot of things that happen in this movie, but basically, uh, you know, Peter, he he's trying to figure out how can he now reverse, how can he fix this situation? Because this situation, everybody knowing that Peter Parker Spider-Man, it's affecting his friends. His friends can't his friends can't get into school. Uh, Aunt May is in danger. Um, Happy is in people that know him, right? They're in danger. Yeah, because um, Aunt May can't go to work. Right. There's all these like protesters and stuff like that. Right. So so it's affecting them. And Peter's feelings, and so uh, it comes up in his head. You know what? I should go to Doctor Strange, and. They figure out, like, you know what? Let's come up with a spell. Let's do this spell. It's basically a spell to make everybody forget. It's a forgetting yeah. spell. And and uh, Wong says no. He says, don't do this spell, right? He goes, you're, just, you're playing with it. And then, and then Dr. Strange is like, no, it's fine. We've used it for the last and blah, blah, blah. And then as he's performing the spell, we saw this a little bit in the trailer, but Peter keeps on interrupting. He keeps on interjecting with variables. And and through that he messes up the spell. He keeps like changing and and adjusting the spell to the point to where the spell becomes something different. How'd you guys feel about that whole scene? <sighs> I'm turning to you, Rinaldi, because I know how you <laughs> yeah, felt about it. But now nah, you guys can go. I don't want to rain on everybody's parade. So yeah, go ahead. I, I, well, I, I'll say this. Um, I know that the general fan meta after seeing the trailers and everybody pretty much saw it in trailer two, I believe it was that that scene was happening. Everybody was like, well, why doesn't he just tell MJ and aunt may after the spell is done? You know, Hmm. but I think that's at least to me is pretty much they, that movie pretty much deads that by the end of it, you can pretty much tell why that wouldn't be Mm -hmm. the most optimal thing for Peter to do in that scenario. Cause it isn't about them knowing he's Peter it's the memories they establish together. So um, at least that's my way of kind of quelling that um, speculative thing that people kind of go back and forth and make criticize on. I, th- I suspect Rinaldi might have that. No, person. that's not my criticism okay, at all. That that was pretty clear. It was yeah. like, oh, like I have to start all over with them. Yeah. You know, so I mean, he could just use his powers in front of them. And, right. But then it's like, oh, my gosh. It's, it's like you have to redo everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, yes. That's too much emotional weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think the movie get a, did a good job explaining that, but yeah. I had other issues with the... Well, what are your issues? Uh, okay, so... <laughs> rain! Rain <laughs> all over the parade. Um, so <laughs> the issues I had was... Um, well, one... Like, I'm not trying... I like Happy. I mean, shoot, I'm John Favreau's biggest fan, but if he had just said, you know what? I don't really need Happy's... My memories with Happy... He would be in this situation because it was when oh wait but Happy should know and, a, <laughs> oh, and wait, it, so you're saying so you're saying Happy's what messed it up yeah because Doctor Strange was like okay your friend Ned will remember no that's oh. so so I don't know if you remember Rinaldi sorry for interrupting you yeah. I don't know if you remember but before the whole thing is botched uh, Peter Parker does say basically everyone who knows Peter Parker is Spider Man should still know. And that's what messed up the spell. But he kept saying different people, though. Yeah, before that. He kept on interjecting with more people as he kept on remembering. And so finally he goes, you know what? I might be forgetting somebody, 
So basically, no, no, every- no, no. He should have stopped right there. He should have. He should have stopped. Boom. He should have. So I, misre- I misremembered the scene. Right. No, yeah. in the very end, when they're levitating and the spell's going crazy, he says basically everyone who knows Peter Parker Spider Man should still know. And that's why all these villains who knew Peter Parker Spider Man, that's why they're able to come in. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I, actually, knowing him, seeing like his character, it would be in his character to not stop at Happy. Because he can't think of everybody at that spot. But in my head, I'm like, they should have wrote this down before they just started with the spell. They should have. <laughs> yeah, it's like write it down. Yeah. Like I think like because doc because here's the thing, Doctor Strange. So what was the first interjection? Was it was it um I think Aunt M- May or is it Ned? Was it M- uh, either MJ or Aunt May? Yeah. One of them. One I think of the it was MJ. Yeah. yeah, it was like, oh MJ, she's my girlfriend. Okay. Doctor Strange should be like, all right, kid, woo. Right. Here's a pen, here's a paper, right. here's a pen. You go in that room and you write down these names, boy, and that's it. And then I'm gonna cast a spell and that's it. That's what should have happened. Not oh, uh, let's let this kid be a kid. Like, yeah. come on, man. But he's also a kid. Yeah, I think that's but Doctor Strange is a grown to. man. Yeah, well, exactly. My issue is not with Peter Parker. Exactly. It's that's with Doctor was... Strange. Right. So I, I want to comment on that. Because here's what I think happened with Doctor Strange. Because you said something was up with him, right? Well, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, nothing was up with him. But I do something. I do think that something is up with him specifically. Because okay. before that whole scene, we see Wong and Doctor Strange interacting, and Wong is Sorcerer Supreme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if which, you look at Strange, he's feeling some sort of way about that. Yeah, it makes sense because in Shang Chi. Yeah, Wong was there, not Doctor yeah, Strange. Yep, mm. exactly. So yeah, I could see. Yeah. So I think. So I think he wants to do something, even if it might not get him Sorcerer Supreme, but he wants to do something and be useful. Okay, that's what I think that was to prove himself. Mm-hmm. I think so. Hmm. Maybe to himself. I don't know. Yeah. No, I I, I, I I get that. I that that's a good explanation. I just mm. I agree with you, Rinaldi. Though it just didn't it just yeah. didn't hit me, man. Yeah. It just it just took it took me out of the movie, mm-hmm. which is kind of why I gave it a B. Like it just kind of man. That's a that's a big yeah. thing, though. There's I, other things. Oh boy, we're not oh, there. Boy. But I think knocked yeah. off about fifteen <laughs> points for you. That's, yeah. that's no. There's other there's other things. It's not just oh, that it's scene. Not that, that just there's okay. other things. We just but, haven't gotten there. I think we were driving home, and I was telling Rob like Doctor Strange, like forget the magic stuff. His profession was a surgeon. You'd think he'd be a little bit more detailed in his thinking or in his reasoning but or whatever. He, he was detailed. I, I like in Thor Ragnarok, he was detailed. He 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 just trapped Loki in a vortex. He was like like he was like, Oh, I don't trust you. Like and then he like just all his other appearances, he's he's very methodical. Yeah. And sure. Because he's so insecure. So he's like <laughs> he's kind of one of these people that are what are they perfectionists? Right. Uh, sure. Like yeah. like Hermione. Like they're so Type insecure. A. Yeah. They they go over every little detail. Right. But then this movie is just like, oh, what are you doing, Peter? Oh, it's like. Well, what? well, I'll, I have a comment on that. But were you going to say something? Yeah. So I think it was. I don't know this, but I suspect it was deliberate. That it was botched because Tom was very, not Tom, but now I'm doing it again. But Peter in that scene was very childish. He was like, oh, wait, this. Oh, wait, this. And and it was supposed to push the point home that he's not grown up, which is why right after that scene, um, Dr. Strange literally goes up to him and gives him a little talking to. And later on, he says, I forget you're just a kid. 
And then why, I'm not going to jump too ahead, but why the end of the movie, the whole point of the movie is him becoming not a kid. Mm -hmm. So I think that's part of the whole narrative mm -hmm. of the movie. I suspect. I, I, I wasn't sense. in the writing room, but I think that's a good explanation. It makes sense. I think it makes sense intellectually in my brain. Yeah. What you and Rob pointed out. Maybe the out. execution was kind of. Yeah. But my heart isn't. <laughs> yeah. It's my heart. But my yeah. brain, it's like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. My you want something? You want something to be wrong? <laughs> I, you know what? You know Basically. what? You know what? For me, and maybe Fergie, you might agree. Maybe if they just had Doctor Strange just be jealous of Wong and do a spell that was difficult. Like, if Wong was like, don't do that spell, this is difficult. And he mm. was like, yeah, but I think I can do it. And then it got botched. Mm. It might have worked. worked for me better as of, oh, psh, we do this kind of thing all the time. Oh, I forgot you. Were, I don't know. Mm. I, I guess, I don't know. That's that's just me. No, but sure. but sure. You I, said I you had more that. stuff, though. Yeah. I hear that. That's just me. Yeah. That's my personal. But but what you guys said makes sense. No, I hear that. It makes sense. Oh, no, I was just agreeing. Oh, you just yeah. agreeing. Got you. Because I think yeah. what Matt was saying makes a lot of sense, given that it is also a Spider-Man movie, not a Doctor Strange. I think if it was a Doctor Strange movie, then have him be arrogant and cocky and want to prove himself to Wong. But because it's a Spider-Man movie, because he's a kid, the whole, um, I guess, arc of the story is him becoming a man. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, he's I probably also, so skilled that yeah. Doctor Strange was like, oh, well, I've seen you like in combat situations. Yeah. So I thought you could handle it. Mm -hmm. I think I think you know if we're talking about Doctor Strange and his handling of the spell cuz even MJ she brings it up later on like this is your spell so you mess it up like <laughs> you know how to cast a spell so you kind of just went ahead with it without thinking right so yeah. she's on board with what you're saying yeah. I just think that the interrupting the constant interrupting is not something you can you can plan for you yeah. know and, and we're asking Doctor Strange to anticipate that out of yeah. I must say Tom Holland, especially out of if, Peter Parker, especially if he's seen Peter Parker and handle himself in difficult situations, right? So uh, yeah, he probably assumed like, oh well, you handled these situations, right? You can handle this spell, mm -hmm. and he was wrong, <laughs> right? So the spell uh, got botched, and you know they end up at the bridge, and later on, all these villains start coming in, okay. And one by one, we start seeing them, and the introduction to each of them is amazing. We get yeah. Doctor Octopus, we get uh, we get Green Goblin, uh, Lizard. Apparently, was in a fight with Doctor Strange. We didn't see that. Yeah. Um, and then later on, we get Electro and Sandman all in the same scene. Um, was there a favorite part um, in all of those character introductions in the villains? What did you like about the villains? Anything that stood out to you guys? Well, as regarding their intros, if we're just talking about that, because I could go in <laughs> on the later stuff, but just the intros. All of it, but sure, intro. <laughs> so I think Goblin was mm. menacing yep. in this movie. I loved it. And William DePafoe played, I've seen a lot of articles. You guys were reading some of the sentiment earlier of, of the movie and generally what people are thinking from the negative side. I've, I've seen a lot of general positive stuff about William Defoe specifically mm -hmm. from a lot of outlets saying that his the performance in this one was better than Spider-Man 1. Yep. You can make the argument either way. Mm -hmm. I, I think pretty much it seems to be the case. Everybody agrees for the most part. He did a phenomenal job. Mm -hmm. And I, I just loved how just almost purely evil uh, th the actual Goblin was. I don't mm -hmm. want to call it uh, Norman because they're two different characters. Yeah. But... Um, 
I have particularly enjoyed, I'm jumping ahead, it's a tiny bit, but the Aunt May scene when he's, uh, when he meets Aunt May in her place of, of mm-hmm. work and they're like sitting, having a cup of tea, Peter's racing in there and he, you kind of expected there to be like, um, not what, not what you would normally expect. So it's like, okay, he's going to be just hanging out there and she's not going to be in danger because he thinks that she is. Mm-hmm. So she goes in and that's the case. But, um, uh, I think the vanilla-ness that that scene could have had was saved by the fact that William Defoe just killed it in his mm-hmm. performance. I would say the two, well, Tom Holland did great too, but William Defoe and Andrew Garfield absolutely killed it in this movie, yep. uh, performance-wise yeah. and acting and like emoting mm-hmm. and all of that. But yeah, I would say the Goblin killed it, Doc Ock, uh, his whole intro and his um, his being possessed by the arms. At first, I didn't think they were going that route. But then they actually did, and they went all the mm-hmm. way with you know uh, the actual technology and what needed to happen for him to get cured of that. Um, and then the Amazing Spider-Man villains were okay. Um, Electro was significantly better, yep. of course. Oh, yeah. I think we can mm-hmm. all definitely yep, course, agree man. on that. MCU, he's in MCU now. Yeah, he's contaminated by Sony. Yes, <laughs> yes, he's, he's not Sony fired. Back. Yes, yeah. and his teeth. <laughs> And his yep. teeth. He's yep. on your dad, Annalise. Right, yep. right. Got my yep. And the butters. Wait, didn't someone make it? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> the butters. The butters. <laughs> Wait, didn't somebody uh, in the movie talk about how... They did. Was that, yeah, was they, that lizard? I think it was yeah. lizard. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, wait, what happened to your teeth? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the lizard. I was said trying that. to strain over to see you and be like, listen, they're, they're talking about his teeth. Listen, it's not just us. Yeah, yeah. it's not just I, us. I, I'm glad Marvel does that. Like, they'll acknowledge something that yeah. they know that. Again, this expands on what I was saying earlier. They listen to fans. They're like, oh, we. It's not that they're addressing it, but they're like, okay, let's nod at this. And let's say we're self-aware of this thing yeah. and at least bring that in. So that yeah. made sense for the Max thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, yeah. I yeah. love that. Especially when it was, uh, they were talking about like, oh, the the like the whole web shooters mm-hmm. versus yeah. the... Yeah. I was like, yo, this conversation happens daily on Nerd. <laughs> we had this <laughs> on our podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I, I still like the that. web shooters better. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll go one by one. Um... I guess Sandman, I did like the fact that he um he had an interaction with uh Toby Maguire's Spider-Man where um he talked about how uh he, he was kind of saying like how <laughs> I guess Peter was like trying to get like you you know me, you remember me. And he was like, I don't trust you, you know. And so I did like that they at least acknowledged Sandman in that way. I know he was like the least used villain. Mm-hmm. But no, at least Lizard was the least used. Oh, really? Yeah. Less oh, yeah. than Sandman? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do you have like really? any, what did any do? do you have any iconic moment of Sandman? There's nothing what about iconic, Lizard? but what about Lizard? Oh, I just thought he was he was funny because he was just there. they kept <laughs> No, but I think they just used him for comic relief. Yeah. We didn't like, even see the fight. That's how insignificant he was. But I think it's because they used them for comic relief. Like, cause every time someone walked into that layer, it was like, what a dinosaur? Like, what? Lizard thing? Like yeah. That's basically what it, what he was there for, and then the whole like when he choked Andrew Garfield, all he said was Peter Parker, Peter, and that was a, a meme. Like Peter Parker picked a Piper pickle pepper. Like <laughs> that was a whole meme from that movie because mm-hmm. in that movie he was choking Andrew Garfield and yeah. saying poor Peter Parker. So they, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so it was just it was just comedy. Yeah, Jay it was just Jonathan comedy. Jameson's alliteration. Whereas Sandman, <laughs> oh, true. Sandman was just kind of. There and it was kind of there. Not there. funny. <laughs> he 
He I was. Mean, funny, I don't think though. his role was to be funny though. There was there was a part where he uh, he was just kind of there. Yeah, he made a joke about Jamie Fox. Uh, Electro, oh, yeah. he didn't have clothes. Oh, did he? Goes, he? Y'all, gonna, y'all gonna stand there and act like I ain't got clothes? He goes, I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. And I was like, what? Yeah. Wait, then he, I think he said, didn't he say something like, wait, are all you guys just scientists that messed up your own experiment? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And then I think uh, Jamie Foxx was like, yeah, that is kind of strange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because, yeah, Sandman's the only one that's not a scientist. Well, yeah. (laughs) And then later on, Sandman and uh, and Electro, they're talking, right? Yeah. And they're talking about how they got their, you know, abilities, whatever it is, how they got to where they're at. Yeah. And they both talk about their origin story, basically, how uh, Electro fell in a vat of eels. Oh, my gosh. Sandman fell in uh, whatever that was. It was a vat of sand sand collider. Sand collider. And Jamie Foxx was like, (laughs) gotta watch me fall yeah was so good like, you gotta watch me fall man. man yo i feel like electro just had all these one-liners so good yeah jamie that, fox for real got redemption it's jamie fox yeah. man jamie yeah. fox is that like that sounds like I'm something free. i'd say that is yeah, yeah i that always is laugh at like miserable situations like <laughs> dang that's crazy you gotta watch me fall man um i like dr octopus's um how he um he like incorporated Peter's uh, nanotech, mm-hmm. yeah. but then Peter flipped it on him by using a Wi-Fi mm-hmm. connection or Bluetooth nuts. connection. Bluetooth. That was Bluetooth. Yeah, was Bluetooth. I was, was like, nuts. wow. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Dr. Octopus used nanotech to make his arm stronger, but then Peter just, he, he was just, just like, like, oh, let me use a pairing device. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's like, what? No, you listen to me. You, he's crazy. like talking to the arm saying, you're listening to yeah. me. And I'm I like, was literally thinking, how is he going to get out of this? Yeah, you know? yeah, the trailer did a good job of making it like yeah. intense. Like, oh no! Yep. <laughs> also, that was really smart when. Um, so in the trailer, you always saw that the you know one of the octopus arms slamming into Peter's chest, mm-hmm. and you didn't know why the mask came off. Now we know why because mm-hmm. yeah. he was missing some of his armor, and it went in. It was you know. really clever. Yeah, yeah, that was smart. The costume uh, uh, protecting him. Yeah. I'm yeah. curious what you think, Rinaldi, about um, some of the other callback quotes. So, like when Doc Ock said, um, "The power of the sun in the palm of my hand." Like, when he said it, in the context he said it, did you feel that was kind of awkward? I felt that was a little awkward, at least to me. What was he holding when he said it? Nothing. No, he said, uh, when he first debuted in, um, he said, where's my machine, to Peter. And I think Peter said, like, what are you talking about? And he said, the power of the sun in the palm of my hand. Oh, yeah, that was awkward. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm like... He said that line, yeah. That was awkward. It's like they're kind of did that as a callback and mm. say ah like then catch the nostalgia but at the same time that is what he's talking about but it's yeah. like eh. you could have just said the power of the sun where is it yeah or yeah. Well, it's a fusion reactor because well yeah fusion you should have just said it was a fusion reactor yeah. but he also later in the movie he does say it again so they could have right. saved it for later in yeah, the movie. That's true. And I liked it, it when he yeah. said it when he had the arc reactor. The arc reactor. The arc yeah. reactor. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I, I like that. And and actually Actually, I won't go that far. But somebody else finishes his his sentence when he when he says it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the villains killed it. Um, well, pun intended. Most of them. <laughs> most well, most of them. Most of them. Most that's, of them. That's where really my B comes let me, in. Let me oh. say this. Let me say this. <laughs> this is really a redemptive movie for all the characters, oh, yeah. villains, heroes. Oh yeah. And it's at the cost of Tom Holland's Peter Parker. His everything that he he needs to sacrifice all of it so that all of these 
heroes and all these villains, all the these other universes can sustain. You know, yeah. he literally has to sacrifice his life. Like nobody no needs to know. Nobody can know who he is, right? Yeah. And I thought that that was like such cool storytelling because who would have thought that Tom Holland, his Peter Parker, mm-hmm. would go through that? Right. Mm. Yeah. You know, because the past Spider-Man movies, they don't go through something like that. Right. No. You know, I mean, it was all a dilemma, but they don't go through something right. like that. Like and you know, cake in yeah. This. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It was it was genius, and I think uh, you know, Spider Man keeping his uh, anonymity is one of the core elements of the character that everybody knows and beloves. And the reason he does it is obvious: gotta protect the people around me, right? And there were remnants of that in the first few movies, but. It was so cool to see it come full circle, him loosening up, opening up to the people close to him, and then realizing, damn, I can't even do it, like, at all. Right. Mm-hmm. So now yeah. we get actual Spider-Man, dirty apartment, etc. One last thing with the callback quotes, I'd, before we move on from yeah. villains, um, William Defoe saying, oh. you know... I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> I yeah. loved that. Loved it. So it good. perfect. Per- that was oh, 10 out of 10 execution. 10 out when of 10. When he said, you know, and then the camera pans to oh, him. Yes. I'm like, he's going to say it. Yeah. I'm yeah. something of a scientist myself. Yeah. It was so the funny. The audience yes. cheered yes. in my yes. theater. Oh, I don't my know Speaking of callbacks, there's so many callbacks, first of all, in, mm-hmm. this, in this movie. Uh, in the fight with, with Spider-Man and Doc Ock, the, the suit that Peter Parker's wearing... And then his tie gets cut off, is reminiscent to Tobey Maguire. That's what same I thought suit, too. Same color, yep, his yeah. tie's cut off. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, beat for beat. Mm-hmm. And I think it was he fighting Doctor Octopus in that movie. He he was he was yes. right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. He, I got my Marvels messed up. <laughs> my Marvels. No, 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 no. He was when he was, was wearing he, a was suit. Goblin. He was fighting Harry. When Harry oh, became the true. second, right. true. that's right. That's yeah, right. when he right. became the second, this was Green the Goblin. third movie. Got you. Yeah, so it was a reference to the third movie. Got you. What did you guys think of the the Spider Man Doctor Strange fight? Oh, that was great. Um, <laughs> do I have a nuanced opinion on that? Um, it was very Doctor Strangey. I love the yeah. mirror dimension. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Inception. You call it what you want, yep. but it was cool. Just it's cool. Just accept mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do I you guys was like, think? more trains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just shocked that we didn't see Tommy Maguire in all of them. Oh, <laughs> I know. Right. Bully Maguire. I turned, Bully Maguire, yep. Uh, yeah. I turned to Rob and I'll be like, what if all the um, Spider-Mans came onto the train at this exact moment? How yeah, crazy yeah, would that, that be? would be crazy. That would be Actually, crazy. Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah. I don't know. It. You didn't like that he beat him with um, math? No, that that was fine, but I just wish... Doctor Strange put up more of a fight before that. Mm. I kind of agree a, li- yeah, a little bit. Just, a little bit. This this guy like bodied like old old Loki, not not cornball Loki, but like right. the dangerous Loki. He bodied him in five seconds, but it's like, dang, Spider Man got you. Well, maybe he was holding back a little bit. Maybe you think maybe because because they weren't like fighting that. to the death. It was yeah. more like. Give me the box. Yeah, just give yeah. me the box. So I, yeah, I'll let it slide. I'll, that that you know. that's my justification, but I I hear what you're saying. Yeah, like that, I don't look, yeah. I don't think he's looking to defeat him. Right, I think he's, he's just trying to, to take the. He's just thing trying back. to like trap him somehow so he could take the box. Yeah, right. I did like the fact that he used math because I liked how this Peter, or sorry, in this movie Peter was using his intelligence separately from Tony Stark because I feel mm. like my complaint with the other yes. Spider-Man movies yeah. in mm-hmm. the MCU is like 
he's trying he's using his intelligence in the way Tony Stark would do it. So I like in this movie he was just being himself. Mm-hmm, he was I just agree. like, yo, let me how would I get out of this situation? Right. You know, w- w- using kind of the the math knowledge that I have. So what do you guys think of when uh you know how Doctor Strange used that move on him and his soul got Oh, the astral out? projection. The astral projection. And then he tried to take the oh, box yeah. and he couldn't. Because oh, yeah. Spider-Man's arm kept on moving. Because mm-hmm. his body still has still spider, spider sense. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. His physical body can just like it's still it's firing ner- chemical still reactions. System. Yeah, it's still firing chemical reactions. So. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know what they were going for. Yeah, because because the, the, the spider sense is is defense. Yes, it, that's all it is. It, it has nothing to do with his soul. That's really cool. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really cool. N- like, neurological. Yeah, yeah, it's a neurological. Yeah, I love reaction. the way they do spidey sense. With mm. the, uh, oh yeah, in mouth. this movie especially. Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. But. Later in the movie, uh, Peter Parker's trying to cure them one by one. Right. This is after the fight. He uh, brings them to Happy's house <laughs> in his apartment, <laughs> and he starts to cure them one by one. He starts with Doctor Octopus, and that scene was like amazing. How he like quiets the tentacles. Basically, he puts a yeah. nano, whatever that is, uh, and it overrides the arms. And Alfred Molina's acting in that was just like yeah. amazing. It was great. Yeah, and then so one by one, he was like trying to help them, and then all of a sudden, as he's doing that, like the room starts like going far away. It starts to shrink around him. He's standing up, right, and he's looking around, trying to figure out like, okay, what's up? Something's happening. He's looking at all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, you know, once he knows who's it, who it is, he webs him. He webs his hand, and it's green goblin yeah right and the goblins in the room it's not norman osborne anymore yep and that whole scene was amazing i've never yeah. seen spider sense yes. like that i know mm. yeah that was nuts because i thought i didn't know what they were doing the first second it was happening but i'm like he senses something's happening and i was wondering is it the whole purple thing happening that we mm. saw in the trailers like I, I didn't know what, what like were people spilling in now like yeah. what's going on and then he literally just sensed that um, that Gobby was coming out, mm-hmm. that Gobby was out, and that that you know not, something's rotten in the state of Denmark with Norman, and he just <laughs> webbed his hand. Genius, absolutely brilliant. I yeah. loved it. Yeah, it was really, really well done. I'm gonna have to bring some rain, guys. Bring the rain, Ronaldo. Um, bring so the rain. Depress called, us all. Depress us all. I called Gobby in that moment c- coming out, so it didn't really like what like it. <laughs> Because I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to pop out of the sky. Because the way Electro was hesitating on being cured, uh-huh. I was like, oh, Gavi's going to recruit Electro. Yeah. Because Electro's, he doesn't want to be a regular guy. Mm-hmm. And then when Peter stood up, I was like, oh, Spider-Sense. Yeah. So, so it sounds to me like the things you're feeling about this movie is that it's more predictable than you'd like. Yeah. Well... That and some, like I said, some, 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 some parts. It was just like it didn't, it didn't have the same impact as everybody else. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'll say this: we had a scene just shy of that actually that showed, I believe it was Doc Ock and Norman in a room, one of the side rooms. They they were working on that Stark tech or whatever, working on one of the cures, and you saw. The way the camera ominously panned behind Norman, that was your hint that he had changed. So I don't think it was meant to be like, 
an oh my god surprise that he was the goblin in the next room in the next scene. I think it was set up in that previous scene, but I think they were trying the the selling point and the wow moment of that scene at least for me is the is the utility of spider sense and the fact that Tom Holland's Spider-Man his Peter Parker detected it. That was like the oh, whoa, he actually sensed it cuz you would think like in some traditional movie what would actually happen in some generic movie is like he would botch somebody's thing, put it on them or, or botch a, a thing or, you know, and then nobody would find out and then it would mess up that person. But no, he actually got caught like oh, before yeah. even like finishing trying his thing. And then he had to use, uh, you know, his sinister dialogue to turn electro and, you know, uh, make things change up. So from here, if you guys want to go into the goblin fight or hmm. you want to refute her. Yeah, yeah, you wanted to talk about the goblin fight. Yeah. yeah. Go for it. Don't, don't let me stop <laughs> I mean, you. I didn't have much to say other than that. It was really good, but I also liked how violent it got. Because I'm oh, like, yeah. what? Yes. This is the first time I think I've ever seen such violence in a MCU movie, right? Yeah. That's that power bombing every five yeah. minutes. That's oh what it was gosh. supposed to be. That's yeah. what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And like... I think we got a little bit of that in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. Because oh, yeah. Peter was bleeding from the nose oh, when yeah. they fought in that little, that. like, what was that, cavern or whatever? That third act fight in the Yeah, it got pretty bloody. Pretty, yeah. Yeah. Pretty messed you know, up. But I think this Tom Holland Defoe Goblin fight was, mm-hmm. that it took that to another level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was yeah. intense. And I think... I don't think Spider-Man has ever fought or Tom Holland Spider-Man has ever fought someone so venomous, you know, mm-hmm. like, no, I mean, Mysterio could, can't fight. Vulture yeah. was trying to hold back because he just wanted to steal stuff. Yep. And Thanos was kind of, he had some, you know, he was like Gamora, you know, this is someone that's just like, yo, I'm evil. <laughs> and exactly. he does not like Spider-Man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. None of these characters None like the Spider-Man. Spider- but yeah, he no he spider. but he hates Spider Man. Yep. I feel like all yeah. these other people dislike him. Yeah. He's like, eh, I don't you're past you're Yeah, but he's yeah. like yeah, so that was what cool about it. And I think Tom Holland and William Defoe, they were acting through the fight. Like I could yes. feel their emotions yes. in the fight, and those yep. are the best fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I I'll expand on that even further. When we were talking earlier about Tom Holland's acting. The first thing everybody's generally going to think of, of course, is is how emotional Tom was in the in the moments that he needed to be. But his acting and his the way he emoted and stuff during that fight to sell it, my God! Like the, that whole fight sequence was just incredible. And the app, the spine buster, the oh. <laughs> throwing him through the glass, and as you said, the brutality yeah. of it. It was literally taking that goblin that goblin from the Raimi verse and throwing him yep. into happy yep. go lucky Disney mm. MCU and being like, this yep. is the Raimi goblin. Yeah. yeah. Goblin said, I'm about to knock this all over. Like, yep. oh, mm-hmm. I and you know what? And that actually gives me a little bit more hope mm-hmm. with seeing daredevil now. Yeah. Because Oof. my big thing, I've been oh, online yeah. and oh, I've been seeing gosh. different stuff and people are getting excited. Like, woo, like daredevil. I was like, no, but Disney plus though. Mm-hmm. I have but no faith. If, but, Christmas foggy. Yeah. But if they can do that, then yeah. I, then, you know, perhaps, perhaps mm-hmm. this can work. So that gave me a lot of faith about some stuff. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. yeah, no, Goblin was not playing. And I was, y'all know how I am. I'm like, give me the blood. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? No, you got like, it. You got it. How you feeling? Yeah. yeah, no, I felt great. And when I said, 
No, I was watching all this stuff like all the way up until the end, and I said, "Ooh, this might not be for kids." Excellent. Like I was just like, "This is great." Well, that's our discussion. Uh, let us know what you think of everything we talked about in this episode. You can write to us by emailing marvelousfriendspod at gmail.com. You can also call and leave us a voicemail. That number is 617-299-6644. Let us know about everything that you've heard in this episode. Or if you want to say hi to us, that's fine too. Marvelous Friends is available on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. To our Apple Podcast listeners, write us a review and let us know your thoughts. For more fun, unexpected, and low-key ratchet Marvel content, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Marvelous underscore pod. You can also like Marvelous Friends Pod on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get updates on all our latest uploads and behind-the-scene content. Links to all of these platforms and more are in the show notes of this episode below. This is the Marvelous Friends Podcast. He's always been a good Spider-Man. He just works for Sony.